very warm welcome. You're joining us at Hyde Park on Adhidera 24. Now, the emergence of the Omicron variant has somewhat dampened the hopes of a global normalization of travel and tourism. This is what experts say. This is what is spoken of uh, in international media as well. In some cases, there have been reports of significant numbers of cancellations in the past week, and it now seems like countries may have to uh, pull the handbrake on their grand plans to reopen their destinations and from a Sri Lankan perspective this deals a double blow especially uh, when we consider how important the tourism industry is to the country's foreign reserves position. Now under the current circumstances uh, the tourism industry bears a heavy burden than before. Not only does it need to deal with its own recovery, but it is also somewhat of a last straw for Sri Lanka's economy. Well, to discuss all this and much more, I've invited to our uh, studios the immediate past president of the Sri Lanka Association of Inbound Tour Operators, Mr. Mahen Karyavasam, joining us. A very warm welcome. Thank you for being Thank here. We also have Mr. Anura Lokuheti, former president of the Hotels Association of Sri Lanka. Thank you for your time here as well. Uh, but first of all, I'd like to um, ask you uh, what your perspective is. And also, uh, just as much as we were awaiting the reopening of uh, Sri Lanka's uh, borders, Sri Lanka's um, airports to welcome international tourists, uh, we're talking about a new variant, a new COVID-19 coronavirus variant that um, could possibly dampen, as I said, uh, the industry's outlook. But how, how do you all see this? Uh, well, if I may start. Right? Sure. Uh, I think, uh, first of all, it depends on the countries that we are getting. Our major markets have been Europe mm -hmm. and uh, India, of course. Uh, but uh, the, because of this new variant, some of the, the main European countries uh, have slowed down. We see that their bookings are getting a bit slowed down. But uh, having said that, the whole of the Eastern Europe and Russia has uh, picked up mm -hmm. and we are expecting uh, many clients to come over there. And like for example, we have uh, Air Astana, which is uh, commenced operations to Colombo and they will have uh, double daily flights uh, starting uh, next week. So that's a very good sign for mm -hmm. us. And also the Sri Lankan Airlines flying into Moscow, uh, bringing in about um, 150 to 200 clients per flight. So we see the Eastern Europe is, uh, is really coming up uh, mm -hmm. on the market. So does so that, that mean we do not have to uh, have much fear about uh, the, the current trend globally? Mm -hmm. At the moment, I think so. I think we don't have to really uh, worry too much about it. Okay. And especially also the WHO has uh, issued a statement today, very positive, where they say that the variant is uh, uh, okay with the Pfizer vaccine. So mm -hmm. I think uh, most of us are vaccinated very well over here. Um. So uh, Mr. Anura Lokohetti, like from the from the hotelier's perspective, uh, when uh, this this new variant, Omicron variant, is uh, stoking fresh fears across the globe, what is it? How how do your <coughs> sector feel? I think uh, if travel agents are not scared, then we don't <laughs> have to be scared at all because yeah. most of the because you have the numbers coming in coming to cater in, to. Yeah, yes. but on the other hand, I think uh, Omicron uh, was found as a variant of. COVID-19, but uh, since Sri Lanka has had uh, completed a fairly, to a great extent, completed a very good vaccination program, and also people, I would say, are more now prepared for this kind mm -hmm. of thing, because I think 
social distancing, taking all these following health guidelines in terms of people as well as the hotels and everybody concerns. I do not think that it will be a major issue uh, for our country. But, but it's too premature for us to make statements as hoteliers and travel agents because we are not health experts. But mm -hmm. according to the WHO, the latest statement, it gives more hope to us, mm -hmm. saying that uh, it will not be that dangerous. But, but how are the in tour operators as well as the hoteliers working towards this? We've been trying to reopen the country and, and there have been significant um, setbacks over the last one and a half years. Um, and also, this is an industry that has been battered since the oh, Easter yeah. Sunday attacks as well. Even before. Even before too. <laughs> but but we've, we've been slowly recovering. But what is the strategy now? How are you all working together? I'm trying to understand this because 2022, we are looking at a new year and uh, possibly uh, a better year for tourism Sri Lanka. If I may come in, I think here... Yeah. It's very important for us to work with the foreign tour operators, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially with the promotions, uh, promotion bureau, and so on. Uh, so this is what will bring us more uh, more tours into the country. And like I said uh, before, also India. India is also one of our major markets, and uh, we just reached the uh, significant amount of hundred thousand tourists for la last month. Uh, so I think uh, the Indian market is also very important for us at this moment. Mm -hmm. And uh, with Sri Lankan Airlines, with Goa coming in. Uh, Air India coming in, so there is a lot of potential as well from India. So I think this variant, the new variant, will not be a problem for the Eastern Europe Indian markets. It might be a problem for maybe for Germany, for the UK, France. Maybe we will have some reduction in bookings. Mm -hmm. uh, but as we go on, I think uh, the, it's looking very positive for the moment. Uh, but but how does it? Um, what's the outlook in terms of uh, working Sri Lanka's uh, branding aspect of it? Because we have to start branding. Even for all the hotels to fill up, we need, we need that. So uh, talking about the Sri Lanka tourism efforts here, uh, how do you look at that support as, 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 as an industry uh, regulator, leader? Yes, I think, uh, as I said before, working with foreign tour operators is the key for this. Uh, of course, the Sri Lanka Promotion Bureau is also starting on the global advertising campaign. Uh, that will kickstart, hopefully, in the first, part, first quarter of next year. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the moment, uh, we do have also a program to do some promotions in the key markets like uh, Russia, India, also the UK. Uh, so I think uh, that's it's a, it's a good in a good way at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, yes. Yeah. And also we have, for example, we have the lot Polish airlines coming in. They just had their first flight, so they're coming in three times a week. Right. Uh, so you have Ukraine airlines coming in. Mm -hmm. So a lot of host of lot of new airlines are coming into the country. So that's a positive sign for us mm -hmm. at the moment. Uh, I'd also like to ask uh, Mr. Lokuhetti your your view point of view in terms of the infrastructure that we need and also the branding aspect yeah. uh, as as a as a country, not just individual uh, um, the tourism service providers, <laughs> but as a as a destination. Now I think right now uh, as a branding, most important factor is to tell the world that we are a very safe country to travel and. Uh, health guidelines are very well followed and we don't mu you must not fear to come to Sri Lanka kind of mm -hmm. thing. That's the kind of branding right now we require because that is some kind of confidence for the traveler to come to Sri Lanka. Because we are not the only country which is trying to uh, get the guest. So most of the countries in the world are trying to get the customers and according to the UNWTO, the numbers of travel will be reduced naturally 
next year also to some extent mm -hmm. because it will take some time mm -hmm. due to various factors. But we are very optimistic. We, we have to be because we are people, I think I'm also in the industry for more than four decades. So we have faced all kinds of issues, but nothing like this COVID situation. Mm -hmm. So with regard to the hotels, hotels have a major issue because we cannot uh, sustain the hotels any further without guests. So we definitely require guests. And uh, during last one and a half years to two years, mostly we have hard, had hardly any tourists, only 100,000 this year up to now. Mm -hmm. And we require about 2.5 to at least three and a half million people to fill the hotels. So mm -hmm. therefore you can see how badly the hotels are doing currently. Only uh, thing was last three months, I think, since they reduced the uh, interprovincial travel, locals okay. have helped us. Sri Lankan tourists have helped the hotels to some extent. And before that, hotels were supported by the, uh, what do you call these, uh, some people who came for quarantine. Right. And uh, uh, then some hotels were even converted to the uh, intermediate care centers. So they tried their every possible thing to survive. Mm -hmm. So branding for the country is very important. And we hear that the tourist board is CELTDA, uh, CELTPB is uh, trying to do a global campaign. And that is really required at this moment. Unfortunately, I don't think all this time, even before pre-COVID, this global campaign never took place in a proper manner. At least now it is a very coming into place. vital thing to do. Right. And because uh, Sri Lanka is not unknown in the world of tourism, mm -hmm. because Sri Lanka started tourism at least 50, more than 50 years ago. Other, some other countries who have come in the meantime are doing well like Maldives and all. But of course, these are those are different products. Mm -hmm. So Sri Lanka, I think tourism plays a very, very vital role. It, uh, we provide at least one-tenth of the population employment. Not only that, it also uh, provides more employment for the most, uh, most vulnerable sectors, that mm -hmm. is fem women and ch uh, youth. Mm -hmm. so, th so therefore, for the Sri Lankan economy, tourism plays a vital role. So it is, this is the time that the government has helped over the last one and a half years by giving moratoriums and various ways to sustain this industry. But now we need something beyond that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, some this ho to construct a hotel, you spend fairly a large right. amount of money. And uh, if you look at some of the, most of the, all over the world, more than 80% is the sm uh, small and medium sector. Sri Lanka is story also the same. Mm -hmm. So most of them have taken loans and built hotels mm -hmm. and thereby helping the economy to provide employment for the economic activity. Now their loans are perhaps more than the, what do you call the asset value. So therefore, rescheduling of these loans and also uh, giving some kind of mm -hmm. rescheduling of loans for the people to pay them over a longer period and some kind of assistance will be required to take off. I'd, I'd, I'd like to come to that also uh, probably after this break. But before we uh, take a short break, uh, Mr. Karivasam, now I think Mr. Lokohetti was talking about uh, the requirement to overcome the current challenges. But at the same time, as the tour operators also uh, 
doesn't this sector have a responsibility to take the story um, across to the world that Sri Lanka is a safe destination? Um, we're, we're questioning whether the tourism authority is doing enough, but at the same time, uh, how, how does that yes, work? Yes, uh, definitely. We, are, we, our colleagues, are doing it. As, as tour operators, we, we go out and we meet our agents and we promote the country. Like uh, last month, we were in London for the World Travel Market. And we went where we met our operators, convinced them to come back to Sri Lanka because a lot of people were not aware that Sri Lanka was open for tourism. So that was also a very good platform. But what's the response like? Uh, the re response was very good mm -hmm. uh, at, the, at the World Travel Market. Mm -hmm. uh, and some of the major, major operators, they, they came and met us and they were convinced that you know, Sri Lanka could operate and they immediately started selling Sri Lanka. Actually, tourist, his history of Sri Lanka tourism, to uh, operators, have played a vital role mm -hmm. and most uh, even for last so many years it is we who went overseas for all these trade fairs and participated in with yeah. the assistance of the Sri Lanka tourism mm -hmm. board or SLTPB yeah. so therefore I think that effort continues okay. but when you yeah. talk of a global campaign you definitely requires a major focus and a proper drive and to support. ensure it goes through you know. and support and backing. Let's talk about uh, what authorities and what sectors we need to bring together to enable this effort and give Sri Lanka tourism that push we require to uh, overcome these current challenges. We'll return after a short break to stay with us. I'd like to turn to um, Mr. Karyavasam again about inbound tour operators. You were talking about the challenges we have and, and, and the kind of work for promotion or promoting the destination. But what exactly do you need from the government or from the authorities? Well, because uh, the, the inbound tour operators would have been affected. You had no work to definitely. do, no tourists to bring into the country. Yeah. Uh, definitely, like uh, Anwar explained, we mm -hmm. also had the same uh, situation where our operators didn't have any work. So actually what we are also uh, looking forward is the promotions. Uh, for example, we have just uh, given a proposal to the tourism authorities mm -hmm. to sponsor the Indian travel agents uh, annual conference in Sri Lanka. This is going to bring in about 500 travel agents from India into Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. uh, most probably it will happen in uh, January, February. We are just awaiting the approval from the finance ministry. Mm -hmm. uh, once we get that, that will be a very good opportunity to showcase Sri Lanka for the Indian market. Because otherwise, we go every year to India, uh, maybe four or five times we go for the exhibitions. Mm -hmm. We spend about more than 100 million rupees going there. Mm -hmm. But whereas if they come here and we meet and it gives an opportunity for everyone to meet, the small and medium uh, enterprises, everyone could meet up and interact with them. So that's, that's one uh, big project that we are planning to mm -hmm. do maybe coming in January or February. Uh, that should happen the, the, as but well. that's as, as the inbound to operators that's association. Right. Uh, what support are you uh, looking from the uh, government? From the from government, the we, are, we, are, we are looking for some sponsorships uh, to sponsor the event mm -hmm. for three days so that uh, we just invite the Indian agents to come over here and then after the event, of course, <coughs> they will be going on their own on the round trips to see the country and so on. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think, the, what we are asking from the right. government. Um, and also, we are our main, like I said before, our main target is to work with the foreign tour operators. Mm -hmm. So we have to support them because uh, if we support them only, they will start pushing Sri Lanka. Otherwise, uh, they will not push Sri Lanka. So we have given a proposal for that as well. Right. We are awaiting uh, the positive response from them mm -hmm. uh, so that uh, we could go forward for that. 
Uh, otherwise, it's difficult to market Sri Lanka without the support of the two operators. Mm -hmm. uh, talking about marketing Sri Lanka as a destination, I come back to it. Uh, yes, we we have we have uh, a slow recovery now, or it'll take time. But um, as we've been talking about tourism, this this requirement for branding or marketing Sri Lanka um, in a bigger scale has been the requirement for a long time. We've been constantly talking about Sri Lanka's. Um, Slogan, uh, slogan <laughs> which kept changing um, and, and f f for a moment we ourselves wondered whether we were um, land, like no, land like no other, small miracle, paradise, island, yes, I, yes. I, I, we have so yeah, much yeah. but we talk about incredible India, we talk about um, amazing Thailand, amazing Thailand. We, yeah. th there, are, there are brand slogans, slogans that actually stick. Driven into the Correct, but, but as the industry uh, is there is there enough done as a collective uh, or do you not have a voice uh, to to achieve what we look for because this is an amazing destination we have everything we need in the country inside this stand but there's very little um, marketing I done. think this has been a problem for long long years we need to identify our, when you have too many products also it becomes difficult to position maybe mm -hmm. but I don't think so I think it is the focus, proper focus, and do a slogan or tagline and stick with it for some time until it establishes here when you go from one to another, you know, so there is no continuity. Mm -hmm. So I think like many other industries, tourism requires a proper policy for at least five or ten years long term. That is how the countries have mm -hmm. come out of, uh, right. developed their tourism. Not from every two years or three years to change or when the government changes, the whole thing changes and they want to bring in a new look kind of thing, mm -hmm. must be changed. We need at least a proper policy for next five to ten years, short term and long term, and then establish it and go through it. And those global promotions and all, whatever that are planned by the current board must continue when a new board is appointed. Now what has happened is those things stops whenever chairman, chairpersons changes. So that shouldn't happen. Because tourism is the best industry for Sri Lanka for its future development and it's that uh, foreign exchange earning wise, it can be the biggest contributor for the Sri Lankan economy. And considering its multiplier effect, it, there is no other industry can provide so much of multiplier effect. So tourism Every tourist who comes create at least 10 jobs to the other people. Mm -hmm. So they, and see, unlike other countries, if you look at Dubai, now they realize that natural resources diminish over a period of time. What did they try to develop next tourism? What did they have for tourism? Nothing. Mm -hmm. They made, or they created a lot of man-made wonders in that country. Now look at right now, the, even T20 this time was played in uh, Dubai. So the number of people who were brought in. So likewise, now Sri Lanka is blessed with so much of things. You know, we have at least 30, 40 tourism products. Now Maldives has only one and they are capitalizing it like crazy. Mm -hmm. And then they attract the top pens. Now we have culture, nature, adventure. Look at our country. I mean, few <laughs> kilometers, weather patterns are changed. Then landscape is different. We have so much of natural resources. Or is the problem that we can is our problem that we cannot um, we cannot attract high spenders? Do we not have products for high spenders here um, uh, in Sri that, Lanka? That could be one. That could be one I reason, know, and also the necessary yeah. infrastructure. Like a high spending tourist wouldn't want to get out of the airport 
and drive for three to four hours in a car to get to his resort. But now with the highways coming into place, I think that uh, issue has also been uh, sorted. Mm -hmm. uh, but traditionally, we have been uh, not been uh, getting the high spending tourists. That's right. That's the area that we have to concentrate but wha on. But what's the challenge? I mean, I think you're at the receiving end there. What, what, the, what the main challenge is the product, the product that we have to offer. Uh, I think we should have a, a, a better, better, better quality. Just something. I think we have quite a few products now. Actually, that's true what Mahin was telling. We were looking at mass tourism mm -hmm. in the early 80s. Yeah, with the charters started charters. at that time. <laughs> and we had 100% charters coming to Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. So it changed from 2000. Now we have basically very little charters. Again, with the COVID pandemic, the charters have started coming. Otherwise, coming. there was yes. hardly any charters. Yeah. We have the products now, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. But it is also positioning once again. Correct. And again, marketing coming back to the same. Now we have some beautiful products, and unlike some other countries, they are in unique locations. The, for a hotel, most important factor is location, location, location. So Sri Lanka is blessed with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, high-end market could be very small, and it need over a period of time and. Uh, without any trouble for at least 10 years. But no. the Maldives yeah. is depending on <coughs> the Maldives height. started even much lower than us. Mm. But today they are going very high by, because actually they had continuous development and they have good policies, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And also with the COVID situation, it's ideal because you, you, uh, you can't have a better product <laughs> than that. Mm -hmm. So they are capitalizing it well. That is what we should also do, really. We must capitalize on our natural mm -hmm. resources and also the little challenges now say what are if you are promoting sri lanka's natural resources only hmm. then there will be limitations i'm also very much not for mass tourism right how many people can be in yala at any given time how many people can climb zigiri right. so that is uh, that uh, there are certain restrictions right. so what we should do is we must look at as we all agree little by little we must uh, start attracting high end tourists that will be very helpful for the industry and the revenue will be the same and it will help for the sustainability of this beautiful country hmm. because sri lanka i don't think we should ever look at mass tourism but you can't change overnight you can't, you can't change it because we already have the infrastructure the hotels it will go for some time to it so but is that something that the tour uh, operators can approach? I mean, is that is is that the view of the tour operators as well? Yes, we we, we need of course we need the mass tourism because of the product that we have at the moment. We have we have to survive. But I think the uh, the high end tourism it has to be developed uh, during a period, period of time. Of time. Yeah. Now that we have the necessary infrastructure like the roads and maybe the internal flights will come in very soon with the new airports coming in. Uh, I think that might be a good thing. Uh, and the main important thing is, I think, uh, for the government also, tourism is a 99% private sector-driven industry. Mm -hmm. So they should get together with the private sector and work. Now, for, for example, we are a little bit disturbed that there is going to be plans for a new tourism act to come in, where the role of the private sector is not uh, highlighted, mm -hmm. uh, and it's more uh, towards the government sector. I think that will not be a successful uh, formula to work, to go ahead with. So we are at the moment discussing. And so isn't uh, there any input or uh, consultation from mm -hmm. the private sector that was Definitely, sought from yes. the government? We, we do have. We, we have been asked to give some comments on it. So we as one industry got together and we will be doing that uh, in the coming coming days. Uh, we went and met our Honourable Minister, explained to him and he understood the problem. 
So I think so. These are little things that but we why, have. But why, why, why does work. the private sector feel alienated here? We're trying to understand whether it's 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 the pri whether the private sector, um, the the requirements, challenges, or or regulations that are needed for the private sector are not addressed. Or uh, I, I think uh, it's uh, it's a situation we <laughs> we have Actually, in. Actually, uh, there is a little history to this also. Yes, this new act was established in 2004, mm -hmm. and that was after going through many many other countries tourism policies and it took us for more than 10 years. We all felt at that time, even now we feel the same, the tourism is a heavily, uh, how should I say, participated by the private sector, 99%. Mm -hmm. right? So therefore, the and also we came forward to uh, provide 1% of our total revenue to for the promotions, that is what is called TDL. Right. Tourism development levy. Now we felt that we could assist the government or the authorities by having sufficient representation from the main two parties that is the TASAL, the Hotel Association of Sri Lanka and the Sri Lanka in uh, Slito, Sri Lanka inbound to a operators, right, association. So these two and also of course ASMET is another small. There may be new other organizations as well. We are not against representation of the everyone, but at the same time, uh, so that uh, that was suggested and that was passed in the parliament, and we felt that it was going on the right direction. Mm -hmm. And anyway, right now we have a much bigger situation than talking of act. Mm. Right now we are working for the survival. <laughs> but shouldn't, shouldn't also the ground be prepared for a post the post-pandemic situation where it, this this because you have been uh, you you have been in the industry for decades now and you've seen the challenges Sri Lanka <coughs> encountered throughout these years decades. But we are talking about uh, compared to that a hiatus of two or three years, but post-pandemic also, shouldn't we be prepared? Of course, of course, Definitely. because it is the biggest challenge we have because uh, it's an industry where a lot of investments have been made, a lot of people's lives are dependent upon, mm -hmm. countries' main foreign exchange earning avenues, so therefore we have to really think of it. That's why we are saying right now, let's concentrate more for at least next one or two years. How can we get out of this difficult time and then we can sit down nicely and discuss the whole matter again and if there are any amendments required to amend those, do the necessary amendments right. and then go in a more uh, sustainable manner. We'll take a short break here at Hyde Park to stay with us. Welcome back. We are in conversation with Mr. Mahen Karyavasam, immediate past president of the Sri Lanka Association of Inbound Tour Operators, as well as uh, Mr. Anura Lokuhetti, the former president of the Hotel Association of Sri Lanka on Sri Lanka tourism as a destination, the road to recovery. As we talk about the road to recovery, we cannot uh, neglect, ignore, or not speak of the informal sector, a sector that is hard hit. Yes, the, the big mega hotels, the major players, the major operators, uh, it's safe to say that you somehow survived. But 
uh, have we wiped out this in informal sector? Um, who do they turn to? Uh, are you representing that side, mm, yes. which is also a, a major player that, that supports your industry? We, we represent the entire industry because uh, this is, uh, this, uh, hospitality is an inclusive business. So that every person involved in the mm. industry is extremely important. And as I earlier also explained, more than 80% uh, of the uh, investments are from small and medium enterprises. So they have to be safeguarded. They are the worstly affected, like uh, uh, the small hotels, then homestays were doing, I mean, it was bringing in some money for them. As a result, uh, that sector also must have got totally wiped mm -hmm. off Collapse. now, right? Collapse. Collapse. But nevertheless, uh, the most importantly, the hotels must survive. If, a, if there is a hotel, only the tourists can go and stay. Mm. Even to operators to bring tourists, we should have a hotel. The sustainability of the hotels, I mean small or big or medium size, uh, biggest issue right now is too long pandemic has uh, created a lot of economical issues. and. Even if we restore the industry back, the other biggest challenge we are going to face is the employees. Hmm. Because most of the people have lost the interest of joining the industry. During the last one and a half years, some hotels had to stop the staff. Some of them were paid 50%. Some of them altogether lost the job. So we, we cannot convert a building into a hotel without having the staff. Hmm. So to attract the staff again, we need the, uh, what you call, support. That means we need the tourists. Mm -hmm. So in order to get the tourists, after about two and a half years, the hotels are great extent neglected because the hotel maintenance requires a mm -hmm. lot of money. So therefore, the, we will require some kind of time to even pay the loans. Right now, the moratorium is helping a lot because at least you don't have to look mm -hmm. for money to pay to the bank. Sure. So, but even though that we are not paying the, uh, in, uh, what do you call installment, it has got accumulated and there is additional interest collected. Mm -hmm. So that is why I was speaking of a requirement of a credit line to support and reschedule these uh, this is This is in order to revive the industry, to, to have, get a kickstart from the, where yeah, we stopped. More a kickstart and then sustain it, hmm. because otherwise, Imagine if a hotel closes, it is not the people who are directly employed. The person who supplies vegetables, all these other items, then the people who uh, provide transportation. There is a huge multiplier effect. So therefore, first we must sustain the parent, you see, for the, that is the hotel. So if the hotel is maintained and uh, helped, or I mean help the sustainability, then the entire society will get su supported. Mm -hmm. So therefore, uh, we have to really ensure that uh, some uh, strong steps are taken to reschedule the loans and support this industry. Uh, ha have your associations mm -hmm. made any representation yes, on this the financial requirement? Yeah. Uh, is, is there support forthcoming? Yes, actually, uh, if, if I take my membership of Slido, 90% uh, of our members are from the SME sector. Mm -hmm. uh, only about 10% are from the larger groups. Uh, so actually for the transport providers, for the people who have, who have buses and uh, vehicles, 
there are a lot of problems with, with the leasings, uh, with all these finance companies and so on. So we are happy that the government has extended some support to us, given us the moratoriums. Like my colleague said, I think the best way is to go forward is to have a credit line. Mm -hmm. Because even if tourism picks up tomorrow, it doesn't mean that we will come back to the 2018 uh, levels. It will take another one, one and a half to two years to, uh, to pick up and come to that level. So we need a credit line with a small grace period of maybe one and a half to two years, and then we will start paying. Of course, we can pay once, once the business picks up. Uh, we have not defaulted any, any uh, banks or anything in our industry mm -hmm. because we have been, uh, until the, the Saharan's attack came, everyone has been servicing their loans. Mm. Yes. So there has been no defaults in our, our sector. Uh, even in the and hotel even sector. Even if the banks take over the hotels, it will be a liability to them now. Yeah, what can they do? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I think seriously we have to look in for. But this moratorium, was that enough? Was that sufficient? For no, that I mean, a, did the banks stop, comply uh, accordingly? Was there support? No, that was like a stopgap. It was okay temporary. for that time. Mm -hmm. That time. Now, we, the, like interest on interest kind of thing mm. now it's that's getting not accumulated. accumulated so that's the issue now that's mm -hmm. why we say that we need the rescheduling of all these loans for a longer period with a grace period mm -hmm. for the survival of the industry that's why we need a, a credit line so but but uh, is is the road to uh, recovery possible given the 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 the, the, the essentials that are in place certainly, now certainly tourism is the industry that will revive faster than any other industry mm. that I mean if you It'll look at uh, even after tsunami and Sri Lankans are very resilient we have for we had a terrorist issue for 30 years mm -hmm. then we had uh, or the certain other issues in the south in 1989-90 period mm -hmm. then we were hit by a tsunami then Easter Sunday attack now uh, COVID situation. Mm -hmm. So I don't think any other nation would have faced the challenges that we have faced over the last 30-40 years. We spoke about policy consistency. This is something inconsistent policy is something we talk about uh, across all industries or sectors. Uh, but tourism again, I'd like to uh, touch on that before we wrap up. Uh, what policies are we looking at for sustained industry? Uh, we, we spoke about the requirement to attract more high-end tourists to sustain this industry and, 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 and the land, the destination as a whole. And we spoke about policy requirement to support the industry. Um, but going forward, what do we really need in place, the, the essentials in place to enable this, uh, the recovery path? I think right now we have to take a stock of the number of hotel rooms we have in the country. Mm -hmm. So we must have some kind of a restriction or something for new hotels to come up for a particular period at least, right? Otherwise, there will be more uh, uh, there will be more burden on the industry, mm -hmm. right? And then number two is we must position our country. Okay, now we are calling it uh, so Sri Lanka. So Sri Lanka, right? So I mean, even that I don't mind. Have it for uh, at yeah, least. We've got to continue with that because yeah. it's, uh, we can't be changing, like you yeah, said. At least continue so it for five years, mm -hmm. ten years, and see whether, you know, otherwise we are confusing the mind of the guest, the person. Then we should have, uh, we must understand, uh, okay, high end tourists is true, but it will take a long time. So until such time, you have to sustain what we have. We have is basically three to four star clients that is our majority at the moment mm -hmm. so we have to cater continue cater to that uh, those clients and also maintain high standard of service levels 
that is important because the, now there are so many destinations in the world mm. for them to go mm. and uh, we must have uh, as i said the proper uh, uh, policy for tourism in terms of recruitments training and i i have always uh, requested tourism to be included as a subject in the school curriculum even because mm. the simple reason is tourism is the future of this country so we have to see that more people get attracted to the tourism industry yeah. Yeah. we speak about uh, our smiles how warm we are when we uh, how hospitable we are as a country but beyond that uh, what what do your guess what do these tourists require uh, actually there are a lot of people come here for the experience as well nowadays they like to come and see how we live how we experience life so that's something a new concept and uh, a lot of people are uh, looking forward for that uh, not just coming and staying in a, stuck in a hotel room and trying to do something so they like to go they like to travel in the train uh, like you have seen even alla has become so popular destination in uh, sri lanka way of life it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a way of life there and then if you take the down south towards valigama uh, that area hirakatia uh, in that area I mean, it's developing uh, quite good, and it's also helping the SME sector. Mm -hmm. so we we, uh, we can't also forget the local tourists uh, who um, I think um, <laughs> helped sustain Definitely. this industry somewhat over this period. Did 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 the industry have a change of heart? Because uh, th there were there were um, uh, services or products that local tourists were not otherwise um, uh, that were not accessible to the local uh, tourists. I know, but but yes, there is a gap. It is targeting a different. Uh, not necessarily. I think we never have any kind of discrimination for tourists or Sri Lankans. Mm -hmm. We have to first serve our people. Our people are very important, and they have sustained this industry over last thirty, forty years because we have had a, what you call all kinds of calamities in this guy. Airport was attacked and all that. It's not the issue. Issue is demand and supply situation. So certain periods there is more demand by foreigners in terms of so naturally the cost of other our biggest issue today is cost of. Uh, food items mm -hmm. so naturally the cost have gone up in every aspect so naturally we have we can't sell at a if we were selling a room at 20000 rupees 2 years ago today we have to sell it at at least 30 rupees to recover the cost and we are also we have we are also requested the government authorities to look at us in two other most important areas one area is electricity we pay higher electricity rate than all other industries that is unfair mm. and also local authority taxes are much higher for tourism and for no reason and we contribute so much to the country's economic foreign, growth foreign exchange we, yeah, bring, we uh, bring foreign exchange so therefore uh, it is very important those are the things that I, i was talking about policy matters kind of thing we shouldn't get discriminated because we are discriminated i would say in terms of charging more electricity from us charging local authority taxes at a different rate those are two major items that we are faced with on top of that mm -hmm. now the new 2.5% tax that is going to be imposed will be a very disastrous for the industry because if from the top line if you take 2.5 naturally we have to increase our rates mm -hmm. and sri lanka is not alone we have to 
uh, our products will have to compete with Thailand and many other parts of the world. We have about one uh, minute to uh, wrap up. Is there anything you have to add to? Uh uh, uh, well, I think uh, I would like to urge the, especially the government and the regulator to work with the private sector, especially the uh, DMCs. The DMCs are the people who bring in the tourists, like quite correctly he was mentioning. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, we should work together uh, without uh, any issues uh, coming in forward. And I think for the next one and a half to two years, we have to work together mm -hmm. uh, with all the authorities, all the stakeholders together right. to take this industry forward. Thank you very much for your uh, valuable uh, observations and um, uh, your perspective on the industry and for sharing your thoughts. We had with us uh, Mr. Mahen Karyavasam, immediate past president of the Sri Lanka Association of uh, Inbound Tour operators joining us here. We also had Mr. Anura Lokuhetti, former president of the Hotels Association of Sri Lanka, joining us here at Hyde Park tonight. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again next week uh, with another episode of the show.